Greetings. You have wandered upon Broomstave Witchery, a podcast that explores all things pagan. My name is Sabrin Whitethorn, and I'll be your guide. So grab yourself some tea and come talk a spell with me. I like to discuss that beautiful two-minute gap between the time you wake up and the time your brain finally clicks on and you become fully functional. And I know that you know what I'm talking about because it's that two-minute period in the morning when you find yourself doing really embarrassing things you don't ever want anyone else to know about. So of course, I'm going to tell you about mine because this morning I found myself furiously looking up the term murder blanket because last night I had a dream about a murder blanket. And in that two minute gap this morning, I was adamant that not only did this term exist, but that enough people had dreamt about it, that it would be published in a book of dream interpretation that I've owned for about 15 years. And it was about that two minute mark when my brain finally clicked on and I thought, what the fuck am I doing? I'm sitting on the floor by the bed looking up the term murder blanket in a book, and I think this is normal behavior. Let me tell you about this dream. I went to Vegas where I was supposed to take part in a cooking competition, and I had this fantastic room, which, by the way, I rented instead of booking because that's just what you do. And by the time I had arrived, the person I was renting from informed me there'd be a 38% increase in rent due to subleasing issues. And in my dream, I was just okay with this because it all seems legit, right? (laughs) So finally, I'm in this kitchen studio where I'm supposed to be part of this cooking competition, which actually ends up being a cooking lesson from Anne Burrell. And Dream Anne Burrell is showing me a variety of interesting things, mostly how to air fry hot dogs and frozen chicken, and how to make mashed potatoes without actually cooking the potatoes, which is apparently the way you want to make mashed potatoes if you intend to photograph them. So for future reference, friends, if you intend to make photo-worthy mashed potatoes, make sure you don't cook the potatoes, just soak them in hot water for 20 minutes, then rinse them and soak them again for maximum photo-worthiness. Oh, and always air fry your hot dogs and your frozen chicken. And this is all hilarious to me as I'm willing to bet that real-life Anne Burrell does not own an air fryer. Seriously. If Anne Burrell actually owns an air fryer, I will eat a hat. Anne Burrell is a food world deity and so far above mundane human nonsense like air fryers and frozen chicken that it's ridiculous. But she did teach me how to make the perfect honey mustard dressing in my dream, so I've got that going for me. But honey mustard dressing aside, all this kitchen frivolity abruptly ended. In my dream, I turned into a child, and suddenly I was surrounded by many other children, and we're all frantically running around this elementary school, which is being attacked by, you guessed it, a murder blanket. This blanket ends up being my child's play Chucky blanket, rolled up, and about three times its normal size. 
Because you can't have a murder blanket that's normal size, don't you know? You can't expect a murder blanket to be all murdery if it's normal sized. It needs to be at least three times bigger. So it's rolling around the school devouring people. And the blanket misted itself until it was soaked, which is how we knew it was about to attack. And finally, it opened its mouth which was just this fold in the side of the blanket. And it told us that it was an alien life form. And it followed an electronic trail that would signal it to soak itself in acid. And when it did this, it was able to start a war in its belly. Its words, I start a war in my belly. Fun times. By now, I'm sure you're asking, Bryn, why the hell are you telling us about this dream? Maybe I just wanted to let you in on the depth and importance of my brain cinema. Or maybe I'm celebrating episode one by offering a contest to anyone who's more talented with dream interpretation than I am, which would be all of you, who wants to take a stab at exactly what it means to dream about a murder blanket. So submit your dream interpretations via email to broomstavewitchery at gmail.com. This contest will run through the end of the year, so submissions will be cut off on December 31st, and a winner will be announced the first Thursday of the new year. For those tuning in years later, this contest expired December 31st of 2021, but I will offer an open-ended invitation to anyone who wants to interpret this stream going forward just for fun. So whether you want to get super creative or super serious, the dream interpretation that entertains me the most will win, and there will be a prize, which is a surprise, partly because it will be awesome, and partly because I have no idea what it's going to be yet, but I really look forward to reading these and possibly sharing them with you. And now that we've discussed murder blankets and photo-worthy mashed potatoes, I guess we can move on to paganism. Which is, in fact, why you're all here. Well, friends, we've officially made it to episode one, and I'm happy to report that I'm now using an official microphone to record. So unlike episode zero, which I recorded with a gaming headset, very professional, I know, you will no longer have staticky background fuzz. You're welcome. Because the entire point of this podcast is to explore all things pagan, I felt I should start by discussing exactly what paganism is. There are many different definitions out there, so I'm simply going to offer mine. Paganism refers to any religion or lifestyle that incorporates beliefs, rituals, or practices that differ from or exist outside the main world religions, specifically pre-Christian, non-Christian, and earth and nature reverence. Sometimes the term non-Abrahamic is used to define pagan religions, and I myself have used this term in the past. Recently, I saw an interview on YouTube that expressed displeasure with this term being used, but when I went to research it for this episode, I could no longer find it. So I'd like to ask you, Brumies, how do you feel about the term non-Abrahamic in reference to paganism? I'd love to hear your thoughts, and I can put a pin in this discussion for another episode. The term pagan can be traced back to the 4th century, to the end of the Roman Empire, with usage of the Latin term paganus, which was used to refer to a person who lived in a rural area or village. The word paganus itself was derived from the Latin word pagus, which meant simply village or district. 
Over time, people began using the word paganist to refer to those who were civilians as opposed to soldiers. And eventually, as Christianity grew, paganists shifted again. It became a derogatory term for any person who was a heathen, any person who worshipped the old gods, multiple deities, or who did not practice Christianity, Judaism, or Islam. Over time, the labels heathen and pagan were even used to describe those who had no religion. Today, we have taken back the words pagan and heathen from their derogatory states into terms we can use with pride. Sadly, we should all understand that there are still websites, groups, and individuals who not only use these terms in a derogatory fashion, but who also have blatantly turned them into statements meant to demean and disregard differing religious beliefs and lifestyles. One such website, which advertises itself as a knowledge bank that offers quick advice for everyone, has published the definition of heathen as someone who does not belong to an accepted religion or as someone who is lacking in morals or principles. An example of a heathen is a person who is uncivilized and not religious. An example of a heathen is a person who lies, cheats, and does other immoral things. It's so easy to tell others to simply look up what paganism means if you don't know, but I feel it's so important while asking others to research, learn, and grow with us to note that these derogatory and offensive definitions still exist in wide variety today, and it's far too easy for these blatantly false definitions to be taken as fact. For the purposes of this podcast, as I'm focusing not only on the religious aspects of paganism, but also on lifestyles, rituals, and practices, there are a few terms you'll hear me use often to categorize paganism, and I'll share those with you now. Polytheistic, the reverence of more than one deity. Polytheists do not always worship all the gods equally. They can be henotheists, who worship one particular deity, or cathenotheists, worshiping different deities at different times. Polytheism is a pre-Christian practice which has roots in ancient Egypt and ancient Mesopotamia, and has been seen in ancient Greece, ancient Rome, and in ethnic religions such as Germanic, Slavic, and Baltic paganism, as well as Native American religions. A few examples of polytheistic religions or lifestyles include Wicca, some forms of Hinduism, and Shinto. Monotheistic, the reverence of one deity. While this term is classically used for three of the world's main non-pagan religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, there are some groups that refer to themselves as pagan monotheists. One such group is called Hypsisterians, who consider themselves to be a pagan form of Judaism, who worship a highest supreme monotheistic god. Non-theistic the reverence of the lack of deity, the belief that there are no deities. This is also known as atheistic. Some non-theists affiliate themselves with thoughts or lifestyles that incorporate religious beliefs. One example are non-theistic Quakers. While non-theistic Quakers believe in and affirm Quaker practices and processes, they do not accept the idea of God within the lifestyle. There are, of course, other ways to categorize paganism, and other terms that I will share with you along our journey. This list is not absolute, but simply a starting point to kick off our discussions for those who may not have realized how many forms of paganism truly exist today.
I hope this helped to define paganism and give examples of how I may categorize pagan lifestyles throughout this podcast. Now, broomies, it's time for a little sweep talk. First, I'd like to invite you to join the Broomstave Witchery community on Facebook and Instagram. These are all-inclusive, moderated communities, while helpful and respectful criticism, advice, and discussion are always welcome. Any hateful, hurtful, or derogatory invasions will be immediately removed and violators will be blocked. This is meant to be a safe space to share, learn, and grow together. In regards to Facebook and Instagram, direct messages will not be used. I welcome you to send me email to broomstavewitchery at gmail.com with any questions, advice, suggestions, or corrections you may have for me. That's right, I said corrections. There will be times probably many, that I make mistakes within my research, whether I mispronounce a term or completely miss a mark on an entire subject. I want to hear from you. While I do have a wide variety of knowledge on paganism, I also have a wide lack of knowledge that I'll be building up. I'm here to learn and grow right alongside you. Well, Broomies, we've come to the end of episode one. But before we part ways... At the end of each episode, I'd like to give a small shout out to various pagan accounts on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok that I find educational or entertaining. Etsy or online shops that are pagan-based, websites, books, products, and physical stores that are pagan-written, crafted, owned, and operated. This week, I'd like to shine my pagan spotlight on the Instagram account AutumnPhoenix1. That's Autumn underscore Phoenix1. This is the account of High Priestess Autumn Phoenix of the Coven of the Phoenix based out of New York City. What I love about Autumn Phoenix is the fun and lighthearted style in which she educates and most importantly, strives to build others up. She is all about confidence, knowledge, strength, and healing within the pagan community. I'd also like to take a moment to thank all of you who supported me so much during the kickoff of this podcast. Until next week. Thank you for conjuring up some time to spend with me today. And until next time, Broomies, remember, don't drink and fly.